Welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. A second scripture lesson from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. Again, I invite you to listen for the word of the Lord. Now, on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, what things? They replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself and all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is certainty. You may have heard me say that before. I, I like to say it. I didn't come up with it, but I like to repeat it because I think it's true. Sometimes we think of doubt as a very bad thing. Sometimes we think of doubt as the opposite of faith. But be more cautious of people who are too certain in their convictions. And you 
You be careful when you are absolutely certain because in that moment of your absolute certainty, you may be absolutely wrong. Last Thursday, I was rushing to a five o'clock meeting, certain that the meeting would begin at five o'clock. When I arrived to an empty room, I wondered where everyone else was, certain that I had the time and the location correct. When I finally doubted that certainty, I found that the meeting was not until 5.30. Wouldn't it have been nice had I doubted my convictions just a little bit? Doubt gets a bad rap, but be careful full of people who are too certain. Certain people can cause an awful lot of damage. If you've read the book or seen the movie that inspired my sermon title, A Walk to Remember, starring Mandy Moore, then you might remember a preacher who was certain his daughter was falling in love for a, uh, with a no good, lacking in aspiration, rich kid with only one thing on his mind. The preacher was absolutely certain about this boy. He was sure there was no doubt in his head. And when a preacher is certain about somebody, certain that he's no good, a lot of damage is often caused. With certainty, the door to relationship is closed. There is no chance of relationship. There is no chance of redemption as there, as there was with the disciple Thomas who said, I might believe if I could just see him. Therefore, the wise preacher might have said, I might like him if I just had the chance to get to know him. For there is wisdom in such doubt, you see. With certainty, it's already over because you already think you know. Hope is lost. The light is out. It's finished. That's where the two in our scripture lesson were, in our second scripture lesson. These two were unlike Thomas, who you may remember from Reverend Cassie Waite's beautiful sermon last Sunday, was looking for Jesus, still hoping he might find him. Once Thomas found Jesus, Thomas took the gospel all the way to India. These two, on the other hand, we read, we read in today's gospel lesson that these two were leaving Jerusalem because they had given up. They were certain that there was nothing left for them to discover. They tell this stranger who they were traveling along with, we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. We had hoped. That's past tense. Certain that hope was lost, certain that they've done all they should have done, certain that there was nothing left to see and nothing left for them to learn. They were headed on back home. It was all over. Of that, they were certain. Therefore, certainty is a problem when it comes to faith. Certainty is a problem when it comes to faith in God or faith in people. Because certainty rules out new information that might change your mind or your course when you are moving in the wrong direction. These two in our second scripture lesson were moving in the wrong direction, certain that Jesus was dead, while Jesus was walking right beside them, for he is risen. 
They, like us sometimes, didn't recognize him because of their certainty, not because of their doubt. Therefore, I hope that you will see that at times it is foolish to be certain. People who are certain miss out on an awful lot. There's a Dr. Seuss, on the, Dr. Seuss book on this subject. You probably know the story. A character named Sam asks a character named Daniel, do you like green eggs and ham? Daniel is certain that he does not like green eggs and ham, and so he says, I do not like them, Sam I am, I do not like green eggs and ham. Fortunately for Daniel, Sam keeps walking with him. You do not like them, so you say, try them, try them, and you may. Daniel, who was certain that he knew already, takes a bite, and his eyes were opened. That's what happened in our gospel lesson just when these two men are sure that Christ has died, just as they were certain that he is gone for good, and the breaking of the bread, their eyes were opened, and they see that the resurrected Lord had been walking with them all along. This is the power of a meal. And I want you to think about the power of a meal because you have access to that same power. But I ask you, are you taking advantage of it? There's a story Dr. Eugene Peterson tells of when his wife Jan went to speak at a women's group. They were all struggling with their husbands who worked too much, their kids who were involved in too many things, baseball, dance, art club, karate, church choir... These women asked her, how can we hold our families together? That's what they wanted to know. I challenge you to do one simple thing, she said. Eat dinner together at least four times a week. Why? Because when we break bread together, our eyes are opened. Among all the miraculous things that Jesus did, Jesus ate with people and he saw them. Many people saw them as tax collectors, prostitutes, sinners, scallywags, doubters, and betrayers. But Jesus ate with them and saw them as people, as brothers and sisters. He broke bread with them and saw their potential. He saw their beauty. That's the miracle of a meal. Years ago, I heard about such a miracle. I was at a meeting where I heard a man named Andre Norman speak. This speaker, Andre Norman, went up to Ferguson, Missouri during the, the protests and the demonstrations that raged after Michael Brown was killed by a police officer. Mr. Norman, he wanted to help, so he put together a panel a panel of these major players in the conflict in the hopes of spurring some dialogue that might build relationships. For this panel, he got together the police chief, the mayor, a gubernatorial candidate, and two leaders from the Black Lives Matter movement. All this group was seated behind a long table in front of a great big crowd. As we watched the video of this panel, we could see that the people were already tense and already angry. 
It was obvious that they didn't trust each other. And before any on the panel spoke, we could tell that most of those in attendance had already given up hope that no headway would be made at this meeting. One of the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement stands up. He's a young African-American man who goes by the name Oops. Oops walked in front of the panel. He told everyone there that Ferguson is filled with racists, that he's certain all political leaders present are racist, and he's absolutely certain that nothing has really changed in America since the days of slavery, and nothing ever would. Then he cussed at the crowd and sat back down. For him, whether he was right about any of that or not, hope was lost. And after he said what he said, hope of a successful panel was lost as well. After the panel meeting ended, this Mr. Norman, he asked these leaders, the police chief, the mayor, the gubernatorial candidate, Oops, and his other friend from the Black Lives Matter movement to eat lunch with him. They talked so much that lunch turned into dinner. The next day, they ate breakfast together. Now, these are just three meals. What can a meal possibly do? I'll tell you. It helped all of them realize that despite their disagreements, they had so much in common. Despite the road they wanted to travel, they had the same destination in mind. Over a meal, individuals become family. Over a meal, antagonists become co-workers. Meeting these politicians and learning about them, Oops decided that he'd like to become one. So in 2016, he was elected to the Missouri legislature and became Representative Bruce Franks Jr., serving District 78 in the state of Missouri's House of Representatives. Now, how do you explain such a transformation? I'll tell you, there is a miracle in a meal. And so, Garrison Keeler jokes that the Lutherans of Lake Wolbegon celebrate three sacraments, baptism, communion, and potluck suppers. More than that, we can call on people to volunteer in the kitchen here. We call on people to hand out family meal boxes on Tuesdays. We train and empower men and women to become Stephen ministers. Why? Today, we are commissioning two who are charged with walking beside people, walking beside people who are going through divorce, unemployment, or any of the many difficult transitions of life. Their role does not sound obviously miraculous, though I assure you that it is. For there are few things in this life as beautiful as reminding people who are certain that they are alone that Jesus is walking beside them. My friends, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Never be certain that you are all alone. Never be certain that hope is lost. Have faith that Jesus is as good as his word, for he assured us 
That he would neither leave us nor forsake us, but would be with us to the end. If you ever forget that, break bread with a brother and sister and your eyes will be opened. For he is never far, especially when we need him the most. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.